1: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, she called the school and said she'd been a few minutes late picking up her son. When she got to get him, he was nowhere to be found. They found him at home. They told them someone had walked him home. Could it have been her father-in-law? Even though...
0: This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That
1: its 855 is 85-853-4802 is our phone number. If you want to share your real ghost stories with us, you want access to all of our bonus episodes, advanced episodes, all that stuff, we got it for you. Apple Podcast, check out our premium channel right there. You can even try it for three days free. Or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to get hooked up over there with all of the bonus content. Tony and Carol with you on today's episode of the program. Are you um, are you got all your Halloween stuff put away, all your fall stuff down? Do you have the Christmas tree up? Do you have Santa <laughs> standing on your roof and frosty and all the elves?
0: Oh, yeah. Krampus? My roof's covered with all kinds of elves and shit up yeah, there. Good. And my big Santa real size sleigh mm, yeah, well, is up there to do it myself. And I just lug it all up.
1: You got to do it, it, you know. <laughs>
0: No, I don't put up any decorations at all for Halloween. None. Not one. Nothing. 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 I do some for Christmas, though, mm-hmm. but I have rules and I will not put them up. Maybe this year I'll do it for Thanksgiving Day because I have company coming over. So maybe I'll do it a little bit early. Mm-hmm. But normally it's the weekend after Thanksgiving when I will put the Christmas stuff up. I have rules, Tony.
1: We uh we got all of our Christmas or not all of it, but we're beginning took all the fall stuff down uh just the other day and uh, then all the Christmas has invaded and it's looking good. I'm really it's fun. I like uh, decorating. It's going to look really weird when we go back to spring here in about a month or two. Right. And it's like all the like what do you put up? Like don't really do a whole lot with like eggs. <laughs> <laughs> like that in terms of decorating. So I don't know. I think we just well, go straight back into summer after Christmas and get ready.
0: And your house is big. So you guys have to, you need more time. Yeah. You know, you can't just put everything up in a weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, like all the kids have trees in their rooms, which I think is adorable. Yeah. They get to create their own trees. I know Harper's so excited about that.
1: She loves, uh, yeah. She's been wanting to, uh, to have that for a while. So she got that the other day. And it's decorated very nicely. It's a very cozy room, I do say.
0: I know. It's so cute. She loves the decorations up in her room.
1: Yeah. She's, uh, she's been really having cute. a good time with doing it all. So, yeah. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. I did leave the Grim Reaper up, though. Just, uh, you know.
0: Uh, actually, that kind of makes kind some of sense. As a, I mean,
1: just a, just silent, a reminder. Just a reminder. He's there, you know. Just. <laughs> Lingering whenever you, when you least expect it, you know. Don't get too comfortable Uh, with
0: children. (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm kidding. I did not. I just hide it outside the room sometimes. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our number. Let's go uh, over to our first uh, story or caller of the day and uh, hear a real ghost story. Hi, my name is Elizabeth. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I was just calling to tell my story.
2: Um, this was quite a while ago as my son is 15 now. Um, so when he was, I want to say he was about four or five, he was in pre-K and the elementary school wasn't that so far from my house. It was, well, maybe like two or three blocks away from my house, but it was a walk for him because they didn't take the bus. I was... About eight and a half months pregnant, maybe closer than nine months pregnant. Yeah, my son was about five or six then. He had just started school. It was the beginning of the school, uh, school year, literally, like, I think it was the first week. And um, they were walkers, so he had two older brothers that also went to elementary school with him. Uh, but he only had a half day, and... Um, that day was a very very crazy day. But backstory a little bit. My, uh, we lived with my father-in-law, my mother-in-law. My father-in-law had passed away. Uh, I want to say when my son was about was going to be two. He must have been one or two when he passed away. When my father-in-law passed away. And he was very close to my kids, very. We lived with them, so we were just really close. Uh, He had passed away from cardiac arrest. He actually passed away in the house. So my son started school, he must have been sick, and uh, he had a half day. So we had called the school and asked them if they could hold my son an extra five or 10 minutes because we were running late. We had to go to a court day as my ex-husband was going through an uh, immigration process. Uh, they were trying, we were trying to get his papers fixed and stuff, so, you know, I had to ask them, I'm like, is there any way that you guys can hold them for like five or 10 minutes? And then, you know, we'll, we'll be there shortly. And, you know, they told us, oh yeah, that's fine, don't worry about it, we'll, we'll take care of it. Um, uh, we get to the school. And we see that the kids have been released, obviously, and the parents have picked them up. It was a half day, and I think they get out of there like at 11.45. We got there, and I'm asking the teacher. I'm like, oh, you know, is, is you know my son there? Is Romeo there? And she's like, no. She's like, I, I swear I saw somebody pick him up. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> because I specifically called and told them that we were going to be late. So, you know, you guys were supposed to hold him either with the teacher or in the office. And so the teacher was telling me, she was like, no, I, 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 I didn't see him go to the office. So I walk into the office and I asked him, I'm like, hey, you know, uh, did you guys hold Romeo or... And she was like, oh, no, we told the teacher to hold him outside until he got there. He wasn't outside. So the teacher kind of started to freak out. She, you can tell she was starting to have like a a panic attack. Like, oh my God, he was supposed to be here. I thought I saw him walk with somebody off and he's not here. The principal and the teacher got in their cars and they started looking around for him. I stayed at the school, I was panicking myself. Mind you, I was nine months pregnant and um, my ex-husband he ended up like going around the blocks trying to see if maybe they see him walking there's also a prairie path to get to our house so you would have to cross two blocks and then cross the prairie path and then you get to the house my ex-husband was looking around they were driving around the principal was driving around we had called the police you know like it was just We were panicking. We had no idea where he went. He was only like five or six at the time. It took like 15 minutes and we're like, okay, we don't know where he is. We called the police. The teachers did like a soft lockdown at the elementary school and they were counting kids. And so uh, my husband at the time, he went to the house and he's like, maybe he made it home. Maybe he did walk off and maybe he made it home. So he goes to the house. Sure enough, my son is in the house. He brings him back to the school. And, you know, like the teacher was like, oh, my God, Romeo, where did you go? Who did you walk off with? And, you know, she was asking him questions. And so what was crazy was my son was like, oh, uh, a, a guy, he was, um, he was dark and had a hat and sunglasses on uh he walked me home and we we're like "What well, hold on somebody knows where we live and they know that you're there by yourself like we were freaking out we had no idea what was going on and um so we take him home we're trying to figure out who this person was and my son's like he was a little bit like Like, your skin color, you know, my ex-husband, he was a little darker. uh, He's Mexican, but he was in a darker shade. Um, And he said he had a red hat and sunglasses, and we couldn't figure out who the heck that was. We're like, okay, so who is this person? So um, my sister-in-law, she had, had like, a, a camera USB... And she wanted to uh, download the pictures from the camera to her computer. And I was showing her how to do this in the kitchen. And a lot of those pictures were from my father-in-law. My father-in-law, he's dark complexion. Um, And so there's this picture of my father-in-law that he has a red Chivas hat, which is a soccer team from Mexico. He had a red Chivas hat, and he always had his Ray-Bans. And my son, as we were doing it, my son was eating. My son goes, that's the guy, that's the guy. They walked me home. That's the guy. And we're like, wait, hold on, (laughs) we're like, hold on, freeze for a second. And he's like, that's the guy that walked me home. He was here in the house. And we're like, what the heck is going on? So we started flipping through like more pictures. We were looking for more pictures. And every picture we showed him, he would point him out. He would point my father-in-law out. He's like, that's him. That's him. He was so sure that that was him. So we were like, oh, my God, how crazy is it? You know, like, what what if it was really him? What if that was his guardian angel? Mind you, my father-in-law, when he passed, we buried that hat and those sunglasses with him because that was his favorite to wear he wore that all the time I mean he wore it religiously that was his favorite team those were his favorite sunglasses and he had um, he had diabetes heart failure he had uh, a lot of stuff that was wrong with him and the light hurt his eyes that's why he always wore his sunglasses to this day thinking about it like how creepy and how, I don't even know if it's creepy, but just how weird of that happening. Like, what were the odds of that happening? Uh, also, right, the day that my, um, my, my father-in-law passed, my mother-in-law found him, and we tried to do CPR. Unfortunately, there was nothing we can do because he did have a sense in his heart. He was pronounced dead uh, at the house. Everybody was at the hospital four days. Um, he, we, or we were actually there for two days. Um, they thought that um, they might have gotten a pause that first night, and we didn't end up leaving till the next day, actually. So the next day, I came home, and I ran home, and I got some clothes for, you know, the kids. I got some clothes for my mother-in-law, and I was in my room. The house was actually, it was like a basement, and then there was another basement, but it was a room. It was actually two rooms and a bathroom. You go upstairs, and it's the kitchen living room, and upstairs is another two bedrooms. So my mother-in-law my father-in-law, they sit in the basement. When he had passed away, I was the first one to go back to the house. Um, I was home alone. I uh, heard the phone ringing, so I went to go pick it up, and I kind of just... The phone kind of died because it was a a cordless phone but as i was grabbing the clothes you can hear what sounded like somebody walking up and down the stairs and when my father-in-law was alive he would put his back towards the wall and he would walk down sideways one foot at a time because he couldn't really see that great and that's exactly the noise that i heard it sounded like somebody was dragging their back against the wall and walking down the stairs. And I'll never forget it, because it was so... It, it was just clear as day. It's just a small story. I thought I would share it, because I know that guardian angels exist. I believe in guardian angels. And he had an attachment with his grandchildren. He was he was such a loving person. That's just one of many stories that I have to share, but I hope that you guys like it. I hope that, you know, a lot of more people can relate to it. Thank you for listening. And I enjoy your show at work, by the way, it's at work
1: Thank you for sharing that story. Thoughts?
0: Well, I, th- can you hear me? I can hear you. There- oh, okay. There it is. All of a sudden I couldn't hear myself. Well, I think that it's really interesting that the, person who walked the kid home the kid's like that's him in the picture yeah that's the guy and that was the father-in-law so i don't find that creepy i find it kind of beautiful mm-hmm. i it makes me wonder if the little boy not seeing his parents there right away maybe he decided to walk home himself sure and then the, the father-in-law showed up and made sure he got there safely yeah. that's kind of how it feels to me
1: yeah i could see that which i
0: think is really beautiful
1: yeah. It really is. It really is. Thank you for sharing that one with us. 855 853 4802 is our phone number to share your real ghost stories with us. We'd love to hear them. Of course, you can write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. Uh, until next time, for Carol and all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thanks for listening.